let's start over here. Good morning. Masikh Baba Kama, Daf Pei Bet. And we're going to start at the bottom of Pei Aleph Amud Bet. And Tidikat just put in a shmot when he's dying in this war and the terrible tragedy last night. Between 10 and 20 Khalim killed in a house that was blown up. We mentioned Daniel Shimon ben Sharon and all the soldiers should be safe in Matzliach. Okay, so we saw the Gemara mentioned that there were 10 takanot that Yoshua made. So the Gemara's a question. We saw this. We saw this really. You started with it yesterday. Amre Asarane. What do you mean 10? Achad Shahane with 11. What says, no, Mahachim Mishwilari Shul Shlomo Amra. That was Shlomo. What do you say to them? What's the difference? So the Gemara says, Now that sounds like it's quoting a Pasuk. The Gemara says, Is it such a Pasuk? I've got to tell you a story that reminded me when I, I, was, I, was, I was in Yeshiva a long time ago. It must have been about, she was in 1985, whatever long ago that is, 40, 40, 30, 39 years ago. So there were two guys in our bag midrash. One of them we actually met afterwards, Yaakov Frankus, who lived here for a while in Yabich, who was us in the morning, those of you remember. He was us in the mornings at Techal David. But Yaakov Frankus, massive time in Chochem, still is. And he and he's learned with the guy Dovlins, also a huge time in Chochem. You might know him now from Chobave. He's a man of a bit of a name for himself in America. But the two of them used to have Chavutu together. So we had questions. We used to go to him. And they were like Kaurim Vatumim. So one day, Davy Blackwood and I, who's also named himself a big time in Chochem, we went together to ask him a question. And they were sitting and learning. And Dov quoted a Pasuk. He said, Ah, this is why. And Yaakov looked and he said, There's no such Pasuk. And I thought to myself, <laughs> You can't say there's a Pasuk. I couldn't say there's such Pasuk. You go to the heart of Tanakh, there's no such Pasuk. It's exactly happening in the Gemara over here. The Gemara says, It's such a Pasuk? Where's such a Pasuk? The Gemara says, Yes, in. It's not exactly the Pasuk, says the Gemara. Not exactly the Pasuk. But, Let's see what the Pasuk is. What we said was, It's written like this, Don't prevent good from people. But if you're able to do something, don't prevent people from doing. Don't, don't if you've got the ability to do something, don't just don't like, don't, don't don't prevent them from doing it. Help. So it was okay, fine. So we established now that there was Shlomo, and it wasn't Yoshua. So we 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 happy now that there were ten from Yoshua. The one says what? Only ten. Uh, he says what? Only, only ten. But two like they aren't more takanot. Va'ikad Rabbi Yehuda. There's a takanot Rabbi Yehuda. He mentioned to turn Rabbi Yehuda Omer. We're quoting the brighter. Another one that Yeshua made conditions on when he gave us the land. And what is that? That when you, you take out your zevil every 30 days, you can leave your zevil outside for 30 days. What would happen? You put it out, people would walk over it and trample it, and, 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 and the people would walk on it, animals would walk on it, whatever the case was. It seemed like one was a bad thing, it was a good thing. Vaika, another one, Rabbi Shmuel ben Rabbi Yochanan ben Brukah, another one that he mentions. Rabbi Shmuel ben Rabbi Yochanan ben Brukah, made tonight baitin. What's a tonight? Another condition of baitin. What's a condition of here? She is zeh yored etochsadech avero. 
וקוטט שוחו של חברו להציל נחיל שלו. The person's Rashi says over here explains here what's going on over here. If you've got beehives, if you've got bees, they know bees are very important in pollination. The people who are like farmers, if you ever go into citrus fields, you'll see there's always beehives close by. Okay, the bees are the ones that pollinate and help uh, basically cross-pollinate the plants. So if you've got bees in one place, right? Look at Rashi. Nachil shel devorim sheachulus dechaveros. Your whole hive of what's a, a bee? Not a hive. What's it called? What's it called? The whole of bees. A hive of bees, right? A hive of bees. I think so. What's it? Huh? Swarm of bees. Right? I don't know. Swarm, hive, whatever. So your hive of bees moves over to your neighbor's tree. Now they take up shop on the tree. So now what's happening? If you go and try and get your bees back one by one, they're going to all flowering and lose them. So what do you do? You go into your neighbor's uh, uh, fields and you cut the whole branch that all your bees are on and you bring that whole branch into your house. So that's what he said you can do over here. He said, now that Rabbi Shmuel Benob, Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruka, he said it's a Tnai Beitin, that Yoshua made in condition that a person can go into his neighbor's field, cut down the whole branch. Right? Now obviously I'm waiting for you, Salman, but you never said it. Right? Look at Rashi. Rashi has the last line over here. You've got to compensate him for that branch. You can't just go in and cut it down. And, and it's got free. You did damage. You've got to pay for it. But you're allowed to go in and do the damage to save your beer. This we've seen, by the way. We've seen this not long ago. I don't know where it is. Somebody found me the source, but we, don't, we saw this come not long ago. There's Another one, if you've got, if one of you are walking, you're carrying a barrel of wine, and one's carrying a barrel of honey, right? So the, the honey is more expensive than the wine, right? The honey, look at Rashi here. The honey is more expensive than the dvash. The, the, I mean the wine. So you can, pour, you can, the guy pours out his barrel of wine to save your honey. You've got to go and compensate him again. You pay him for the damage for the wine, but, but it's worth it because by, the, the wine is cheaper than the honey, so you're still getting value and you've got to pay him for saving for the, for the damaged wine. Another example, uh, one where your, your animals is carrying wood and one's carrying flax. Flax is expensive and the one collapses. You go and you chuck out the wood and you put the flax onto the cow, onto the donkey that will survive. Again, you've got to compensate the guy for the damages. But again, it's worth your while because it's worth much more. So all these things, So the says, no, what about all of these? The Gemara answered that. These, what Yeshua mentioned, weren't about a dart yachid. If you notice, all these ones we, we, we quoted now, was according to Rabbi Yehuda, and according to Rabbi Shua, and Rabbi Yehuda, and according to, uh, uh, who else was it? I think those are the two. So, so those are dart yachidim. What we're speaking about are things that are covered on everybody, that aren't dart yachidim, and so the word says, ah, but wait a second, the ask a question. Is that a fact that what we mentioned wasn't a dart yachid up until now? And therefore, there are only 10 that were not Da'at Yechidim, which everybody in these few are Da'at Yechidim. Rabbi Abin came to Yisrael, mentioned Rabbi Yochanan. If you've got a tree, a branch, that we're growing over into your friend's field. And again now, if, you, if you've got a, a tree growing close to the Metzar, close to the Metzar is 16 Amas from away, because the idea is 16 Amas, his roots are digging into your field and, and suckling from your ground. So who do the fruits really belong to? 
She says over here, Maviva Kore, who the guy who's got the tree, he still brings it and, and, and does the, the Kriya for, for uh, Bikurim. Shalmanat Ken, Yechiyoshore, Tzoyadarit. In other words, he allowed you to grow trees and they suck in other people's ground. It's still called your trees. So, 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 Rabbi said, Rabbi Yochanan, that. So now, what's the problem over here? Rabbi Yochanan is an Amora. Right? So how can Rabbi Yochanan come and add another one? Who could rush you? Magnita havia tiyufta diktani ashrav v'tulu yisani ten. But Rabbi Yochanan Amora who v'kashir abanit. Rabbi Yochanan asks one, and 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 he's now saying there's another one, an eleventh one, and it's kashir na mishnah on the bright. How can he be kashir on the bright? Rabbi Yochanan Amora. How can he argue with the Tana? Ela man Tana ashrat Tana in shed na yishud. The Gemara says no. Who's the one who taught us this ten Tanaim which we spoke about earlier on? Rabbi Shimon ben Levi. Rabbi Shimon ben Levi. Rabbi Shimon ben Levi. Who is he? He's an Amora. Look at the third lines of Rashi there. Amrinu velo matnita Rabbi Yishua ben Levi Amora velo velo matnita not a brighter Rabbi Yishua ben Levi Amora have Rabbi Yochanan pali galay. So we see over here it's not so pashut, right? That all these things over here really were Amoraim, and it seems like aren't they that that kulam and their brighters etc. So Rav Gabia, okay. So it seems like it's what. This is Rabbi Yehuda. Who is he? Rabbi Yehuda ben Levi. Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi. Not Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi. Famous. Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi. We discussed. He means that the Baal plucked of Rabbi Yochanan. Remember I mentioned before. That was Rabbi Sadok's famous answer. He told me that. was the Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi. He was an Amora. That's the words of Al-Kashavia. These aren't brighters. Right? These are Amoraim. So... Uh, and so the one says, "Look, Rav Gavia mi bei katil matina behedya," and Rav himself, right when he came from the town, Rav Gavia mi bei katil. This this guy from Bekat, no, no, not our Rav, right? Mat totally mefurash. Rav Tanchum Rabbi Bryce, Rav Tanchum Rabbi Bryce, Amre Mishum Zaken Echad. They mentioned this whole story in the name of a Zaken. Who's that Zaken? Umanu Rabbi Shubin Levi. And what was Rabbi Shur and David teach us? Asarat na'init na Yoshua. So it's not a al dat kulam. What's the difference between the others we listed, which were which were dat yachidim? There seems to also be a dat yachid. Rabbi Shur ben Levi. Rabbi Shur ben Levi. So uh, not so sure exactly where 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 the Gemara wants to go with that in the in the conclusion. Our uh, bottom line is it seems like these are all dat uh, yachidim, some tanaim, some amoraim. And uh, there were a lot of a lot of a lot of takanot, which which Yeshua made. Now, once we're on pay bet, this is a very very important Gemara to remember, right? Of pay bet. I'm trying to think how to remember. Maybe pay bet like public, maybe public, pay bet public. We've got to remember this daf because this is an important daf. Uh, this daf we're going to see on this daf. Now, all of us know that there's a takana to read the the Sefer Torah on Mondays and Thursdays and Mincha on Shabbos afternoon. And there's the market days and the court days on Monday and Thursday, and all and and we and we call up a Kohen Levi Yisrael. We read ten psukim and we read the parsha. All these things were takanot of Ezra. Okay, now they weren't all necessarily brand new. Okay, some of the takanot were takanot which rested on pre-existing takanot from earlier times. And look, Mr. Bura brings us as he writes out there quite quite clearly, and and Ramam quotes it. This is a very important, famous Gemara, this. Okay, so it's like this. Asarat na'in hitna Yoshua. So while we mentioned earlier on, uh, in the Mishnah, we saw Asarat na'in 
The Gemara now uses that as a stepping stone to Asara Takanot, Tiken Ezra. Ezra also metaken ten takanot. Right, what were the ten takanot Ezra was metaken? So we've got two Michael Goodmans over here this morning. Right? Shekorin b'mincha. The one is that we read mincha on Shabbos, laning. Other one is v'korin b'shanim v'chamish we lay on Monday and Thursday. V'danim b'shanim v'chamish we have baiting on, th- on Monday and Thursday. U'mechapsin b'chamishim b'shabbos. It's a takana of Ezra. Look at Rashi, the last white lines at the top there. Big demnich on Shabbos. You should wash your clothes, do laundry on a Thursday so that you've got nice clean clothes for Shabbos. Look at that. You should, Takana of Ezra, to eat garlic on Erev Shabbos. Okay, we'll see this now. The Gemara is going to say a lot about garlic in a moment. So Rashi already points out over here, uh, we'll see it later on, the Gemara explain it, but he says over here, Ochlim Shum, Come Okay, we'll see later on why. Veshetehe Isha, Mashkemet Veofa, woman should get up early and bake. Look at Rashi. Not every day. When she wants to bake, she get up early. Early in the morning. So that when the Aniim come around in the house knocking for, on the door waiting for asking for food, she's got nice fresh bread to give them. Amazing. And a woman should wear sinar. What's it like? Underwear. How do they translate sinar into English? It says undergarments, but the sinar in local Hebrew is like a skirt, like, a, like an apron. Yeah. yeah, but I think but it's not that. I think it means that because we'll see later on because for tsniut, for tsniut. I think it's like wearing like under, un, underwear. Veshete isha chofefet v'tovelet. The woman goes to the mikveh, she put a takan of ezra that she has to comb her hair, right, to wash. Rashi says, yeah, but masrek, beyond for that time with a comb. And as I comb her hair with it, mishum chatzitza, to make sure that there's nothing blocking. The common parich hydra, we'll see later on, but we're going to say, but this is the right time, we'll, have to, we'll see it in a moment. Right? Veshehu rochalin, Machzim by Arot, you're allowed to let the merchants look at Mevin Besamim and Hashem lead Kashet by him. These like merchants that are running around selling all goods, like perfumes, etc. They're allowed to have free passage in the town, you can't stop them. Vatiken Tfilale Baalei Kirya. And Ezra's Betaken, we saw in the Masech Brachot already, right? That you should, that, that a person who's a Baal Kirya, the seminal mission, before he learns Torah, has to go to the Mikveh. That, that's been Batel, by the way. We, we don't do that anymore. So what, Selwyn? You didn't know it's Batel? Yeah. Yeah, it's been Batel. We've learned it before. I think we're in Masech Brach. There's the Batel. Okay, so now the one explains all of them. Why do we learn a Mincha B'Shabbat? We should be Yoshvei Kranot. I'm ready with Rashi this. Look at the Rashi. What do you mean Yoshvei Kranot? Rashi is over here. Yoshvei Chanuyot. Kol Yomot Chol. Guys sitting in the court that was in their shops. As Oskin Beskoran, they're busy trading, they're busy. They don't have time to go to Shul on Monday, Thursday, So we made an extra takana on Shabbos afternoon that when they got time and they aren't working, they should be in Shul and they should be laning. Here they're laning. Then Beshu Korim Beshani Bechamishi. Right? And on Monday, Thursday, you want Ezra Tikain? Here the Gemara in 
And we saw this Gemara already in our Gemara. We saw this already in the beginning of Masechta. Ain ma'amela Torah. Ma'am is a nimshal to Torah. It's a euphemism for Torah. Shnei ma'am. Have a cold time. Elochul ma'am. You thirsty? God drink water. Kevin shachul shemim below Torah. Since in the in the desert they went to that Torah for three days. Miyad nilau. Right. Immediately. Right. Think, 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 things were difficult. so says, no, Mikara, you're right. In the midbar, one guy would read three psukim. Or maybe, inami, maybe, three guys, each a pasuk. Why do we have three guys? Can they get connected with Israelim? Maybe. And then after who, then Ezra came along and took and clatter gavret vasher Ezra came along and said, we need three guys and ten psukim. Not three guys and three psukim, or one guy and three psukim. Ten guys, why? Can they get asara batlanin? Now, Batlanin and are not lazy guys doing nothing. Rashida Batlan is Bene Adam Ksherim. Right? Holy people, Ksherim people. Batlin and Lachtan, they've decided not to work. Lasok, Batsorche, Tzibur. Right? The Kodmi and the Bedak, and they're the first guys driving the Bedamigdash. They arrived very early. They're Shayu, Matsuna, Shrala, Eitat Villa, or Midpar, Nasin, Michel, Tzibur. They're on the payroll of the community. In other words, you see an attribute over here that the Tzibur pays people. Who are always around and they look after the community and they're there in the morning, so you never ever come to shul. Is it a minion? Quite amazing. Right? You know, we, every, all of us arrive at shul some, especially you're like the first class, Mariv. Like, we got two Mariv minyan in So you come to the later Mariv minyan and you can hang around sometimes for two, three minutes till you go to minyan. You know, because guys are running late. Yeah, you don't have that problem. They're not 10 guys, 9 o'clock on the dot, they're in shul. You arrive at 901, you really miss Baruchu. Right, that was the idea. So, we, we, we saw that in Lithuania, I think, in, in uh, one of the towns at the big show. We had a big show where they had the guys used to come there to, to form a million. Yeah. They were paid. Oh, they were paid yeah, on Shabbos. That was Shabbos. That was Shabbos. They paid guys for Shabbos, not during the week that day. That was on Shabbos. No, no. That was on Shabbos. What? At nine and three seconds, you must borrow. Yeah, if there's a minion. <laughs> if there's a minion, no. Right. Okay. Right. Why? Because people are around. Why? Because they're coming to the Torah reading. You see that? Now, we've always said because it's Yom Shuk. I thought because of market day. But he says, no, because of coming to the Torah. Now, maybe that's why the market day is on Mondays and Thursdays because guys are coming to hear the, to hear the Torah. Maybe that's the reason that it's all there. So, uh, Dogs have had enough of this year. Okay. Dogs decided it's enough. They came to do the remote that they also went to the courts on those days. Oh, this is the court, Selwyn. Danin, we're discussing court. I love you. The is talking about Danin. Danin is Din. Danin is the court. Yeah, but that's what says that they used to have the, the courts used to sit every day. Where do the courts sit every day? Yeah, he says it. That's what says. The, now, the Beit was there, but Mondays and Thursdays, because they were coming, in other words, Monday and Thursdays is a day that you can, till a person will go to court on Monday and Thursday. 
The, but the, in, for example, in the in the in the in the in the Lishka, in, in Yerushalayim, the Sanhedrin sat there every single day, right? The Dayanim were, were were busy all day long, but it, it wasn't necessarily a court day. So the the the, the, the idea of a court day, because look at the the Tosos reading over here is like this: "Va'alo kolim takar Ezra hayu beitim kvuin b'chol yom kavu b'ktubot im kamatika in Ezra." So what about Ezra's takana if the baiting because but the judges worked every day they don't even work twice a week it says that was the idea that the 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 there were set days and there was the dayani were there all the time but they had to be available for people to dine them on a Monday and a Thursday why because they come near the Rebbe Torah Rebbe Nutam shelo ayu kfuin tchila b'chol yom elabirachat Rebbe Nutam says that it was not true that they weren't even dayanim all over the show. If there was one town they would be dedicated like a courthouse where they'd be open. And Ezra came along with the tuck and in every town they'd be on a Monday and a Thursday. So everyone's trying to find what did Ezra do really, uh, you know, because they didn't work. So a couple of answers over here. That some answers are that they weren't, but even if, even if they weren't, in other words, if you wanted to tell a person we go to court, you couldn't say to him we go to court on a Wednesday. Or you could, but he could say, you know, it doesn't suit me on a Wednesday. I'll be in town on a Thursday and you've got to accept him. Right? That was, that's, uh, that, that's, that's, that's the idea. Okay, shkoch. Um, uh, okay, so, v'shuachin shum, listen to this. Mishum ona. Why shum? Because the mitzvah to have, have relation with your wife on a Shabbos. Rashi says, shemitzvah ona belele Shabbos. Krav Yudah, v'ashum marbet azeru kenekam. And shum, he says over here, has the characteristic that it increases your sperm. So if you're going to be, if, if, if Lel Shabbos is a mitzvah, then you want to be able to produce on a, on a, on a Lel Shabbos. And, and, and that's what Shum does. Dichtiv, asher piryo yiten beito. Rekwazi vaya ka'et shatul al-pagay ma'im, asher piryo yiten beito, va'aleyu lo yibor, v'chol asher yaseh yatzliach. That's in Tehillim. Rabbi Yudim, v'itam Rav Nachman, v'itam Rav Kahana, v'itam Rav Chuyach, depending who said it, ze'a meshamesh betul meir Shabbos leir Shabbos. Okay, and that's specific for people who have, have, have that minag to, 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 uh, to, uh, to, okay, so that's, uh, Rashi says, there's a Rashi in Ketubah that says, Shulel Ta'anug, Veshvita Vanataguf. That's a time that you aren't working, you aren't stressed, you can relax, you got more time, etc. And then Tarabad, the Gemara means a bright idea, Chamishad, Rabbi Nubashum, there are five things, attributes we mentioned with regards to garlic. Mazbia, it satiates. Umashchin, Right, Rashi says over here, mashkin mechamem et aguf. It warms you up, right? Internally, I imagine. Umatzil panim, right? It causes your faith to to like shine. Umarbe azera, and like we saw over here, it, it enhances the sperm. Vehore kinim shvebneim aim, and it and it and it destroys all any sort of, I don't know if it's bacteria, like unwanted bacteria or, or, or worms that you've got in your intestine, or like if you've got worms. So, uh, so the 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 the, the shum will take will take care of it. But yes, Omrim, and listen to this. This is a beautiful one. And there are those who say that machnis ahava, right? It engenders love, umotzi etakina, and gets rid of jealousy. So shum has all the good attributes. It's a calming. It's instilling. It's warming. It's heartwarming. It's loving. It's got all the attributes that you want. Only problem is that it smells. <laughs> So the idea is to find, but there are garlic pills I think you can take there that have they've managed to get rid of the smell, right? I think that I once actually had that. They give you the garlic pills that, that have got rid the smell. Okay. What's that? Kadesh Patman Shul. I wish we mentioned that. V'shtei isha chogeret b'sinar. Why should we undergo it? B'shum tzniuta. Why should we leitrachek b'na'avera? 
It shouldn't be right there when she shouldn't be walking around, you can see, etc. So says again, what do you mean a chofe vetovele? But Doraiti, that's a midoraita woman to go to prepare itself for the mikvah. Moshe says that a tanya verachat, why? Because the tanya verachat was ramayin, the gemara quotes a pasuk. Then where we live from the pasuk is verachat ebes ramayin. A person has to wash his 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 besaro, his body ramayin. Veshelo yeh davar chotet veveshol ramayin. That's his farm. That that's bein besar ramayin. And Moshe says that et the word et besaro is a tafel besaro. What's a tafel besaro? What's sort of like sticking to your to your skin? My new sear. So we see over here that midoraita, you got a mitzvah to, 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 to make sure your hair is, is all clear. says, no. I'm ready. It's a mitzvah doraita just to look, to check your hair. That there's nothing there. Valdilme mikta, why could the baby be naughty? Or in mouse, there might be something disgusting inside it, something, something dirty, right? Mishub chatzitza. And that would then cause a chatzitza. That would be absurd in the, in, 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 in the twila. But va'ate iu, Ezra came along with tiken chafifa. Right, but my straight lach And he says you've got to come actually use a comb. So the idea of a comb isn't all right, a comb, that's just to check your hair. You've got to like maybe run, run your fingers through it and check your hair. There's nothing in your hair that's blocking, it's not naughty. But with a comb, was Ezra came along and Maratakana. Okay, the next thing we saw was the Shu Rochlin Machazim by Ayarot Bishum Takshte Nashim. Right, why did the, the merchants run around? They must have, yeah, because of Takshte Nashim to sell jewelry for the woman. So they should look nice and they should be attractive to their husband. But he can't fill the balak kiryan. Yeah, that's what we spoke early on. The Gemara said, "What do you mean? But a tefillah for bal kiryan? That's a doraita who tichtiva ishki to tell me no shichvat zera v'rachatzim b'shovamayim." Yeah, the Gemara quotes a pasuk that a person who has similar discharge, he has to go to the mikvah. The Gemara says, "No, no, no, doraita who lutrum of a kochim. That's if you're having one eat trum or you want eat kochim and you have a similar discharge, go go to the mikvah." Atu v'tiken afulu l'divrei Torah came along Ezra and was metakein even. You can't learn until you go to the mikveh. Now we saw this, I think, in Masechet Brachot, that there the reason was, because if I'm not mistaken, I didn't look it up, but I think it says that, the, that husbands, it shouldn't be like with chickens with their wife. There's a Gemara that says like, they should be like, a, like a chicken's always having, running around with, with look, uh, you know, cocks and crows, uh, cocks and, and chickens, for example. You shouldn't be having like a chicken, basically wanting every second of the day to be with your wife. Uh, there's a Tosfat over here that says, look at the Tosfat over here. It's a little bit long, but maybe we'll, we'll, we'll go on quickly. Ati over taken a filler of the Divrei Torah. Lo kavin hachi elek rabbi yurubin betayrit. This is a da'at yachid. I'm a Divrei Torah and makabrin tumah. Right? Because he says that there was a takana, because according to rabbi yurubin betayrit, Divrei Torah and makabrin tumah. Therefore, if you tamah, you come and metamah anything. So you only go to the Nikvah. Because I'm a Rashid Agez in Chulin. Ube misha meitu in Masechi Brachot. As we learned today in Brachot in Daf Kafbet. Ha'idna edna huk ame ketlat Right, but now there's a machlok over there. We 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 don't have that opinion, right? You see that over here in that kamor there, Rabbi Yehuda was mevatel the takan of Israel. See that one. But the takan said, "How could he do it?" So the Tosfos asked the question, "How could Rabbi Yehuda come along mevatel takan of Israel?" Well, he wasn't such. Where does he get the power to do that? So he gives a couple of answers of why he could mevatel the takana. He says, "V'yesh lomar the deal masaba dilotik and Ezra davarze." Maybe he never really metakked it. He's not convinced it was part of the takana really. That's answer number one. Answer number two is inami hitna she called me shotzer levatel levatel. Maybe he says that Ezra when he made the takana in the first place, he made the takana, and he said, "If any guys in the future want to levatel, you can levatel." Wasn't a takana l'dorot, right? The bechiai gav the mutar. Rish Moed Katan. He says there. If, if Takon are made like that, you can move out to them. In, I mean, now the third possibility is Lo Pashat Maybe this Takana didn't take hold. And therefore, was a Takana. We know, for example, uh, that the, the Chayrom of Rabbeinu Gershon, 
Now, we all know a couple of them. Two, you can't marry two wives, and you can't open people's mail. And the, but Rabbi Gershon was talking about a thousand charamot. But most of them didn't take force. So only the ones that, that Amishel adopted became, uh, became a, a takan l'dorot. A lot of them that never became adopted just fell to the wayside. So that's what it's like, yeah, maybe Lord Pashid is Shurubur of Yishol. Okay, a lot of examples. So that's interesting, but the bottom line is today that we don't, we all know, right? No one goes to Mikvah before the Shia this morning. Good question, why? <laughs> but, because uh, then we'd all be later than any, right? We'd come later than, than planned. Okay, so... Uh, never be a good time. Right, 7.20 will be a good time, exactly. Uh, okay, so now, now, so now, why do I say pay bet such an important duff? So we saw now the ten takanot of Ezra. Now the Gemara brings another Asara dream name of Yerushalayim. The ten things we said about Yerushalayim. Now this again is worth pointing out. It's not a coin to everybody, by the way. Uh, there's a machloket over here about this as well. If all these things are said as well, this although it's brought down the Gemara is if it's abdat kulam, but it's actually machlokot in this world, which we're not going to see today. So Asara dream of Yerushalayim. Ten things. Eina bayit chalutpa. We know that if you sell a house in a walled city, right, you've got one year in which to redeem it. Remember? If you haven't redeemed it in one year, it's ois, gone. As opposed to a, a stronghold in a family holding where you've got the yovel that comes back to you. A house in a walled city doesn't come back to you after the yovel. A house in Yerushalayim would come back to you after the yovel. Right? Why, why, why is it not chalut, Rashi says? You can redeem whenever you want. And if the Yovel comes back to you. Because all of these things apply to Yerusha. And Yerushalayim, another thing is Yerusha. Yerushalayim, according to this opinion of this, of this bright over here, was never allocated to the, to the Shvatim. It was an extraterritorial place that belonged to the Am Yisrael. Okay? You know, like you got a similar thing in America. You got Washington. Right, so there's a state called Washington. And then you've got Washington, which we know is Washington, D.C. What does D.C. stand for? District capital, I think, if I'm mistaken. Any Americans? Yeah, I think it stands for. District of Columbia. District of Columbia. Thank you. I knew I made a mistake. Right, but it's, it's extraterritorial. It's not a state. They took a bit from Virginia and a bit from I don't know where else, and they chopped it up and they created a place. So it's not actually a state. It's, it doesn't belong to any state. It belongs to the whole of America. So the Havdil, they probably learned it from Yerushalayim. Because that's what Yerushalayim was. You know, the, the founding fathers of America were religious. They knew the Bible. Right? So I wouldn't be surprised if someone founds it. It's based on that idea. Yerushalayim, according to his opinion, is like extraterritorial. It doesn't belong to any Shevet. Every Shevet's got a right to Yerushalayim. So therefore, all Dinim which are, 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 are dependent on Yerusha, where the Pasuk mentions that it was a Yerusha of some kind, doesn't apply in Yerushalayim. According to this bride to so, you don't bring Arufa either. Why do you bring Eglarufa? So, there's a Rashi over here in Masechet Yuma that says, Kodopasuk says, The Gomorrah is going to mention it, we actually see it in the Gomorrah. The Gomorrah will bring it. We will see that Pasuk just now. So, you know what? Let's wait and we'll, we'll actually get the Gomorrah explain it. So, again, Irani Dachar is a town of Jews where most of them became of David Azara. You destroy the town. It doesn't happen to Jerusalem. Also, the idea of having the game of houses, leprosy in the houses, right? It doesn't apply in Jerusalem. 
You aren't allowed to, when you're building your shalom, build your houses with like beams or columns coming out. Now Rashi explains the zizim go down and the zizim go up. Whatever, like some sort of like balconies coming out of your house, whatever you want that to have, we'll see that down because of creating tumor underneath it. You can't have rubbish dumps in your shalom. You can't have kilns, you can't burn stuff, you can't do pottery. You can't burn stuff, things in your shalom. And you can't grow plants. You can't have plant fields in Jerusalem, other than the existing ones which were already there from which from the very, very beginning. We'll see that as well. This really saw in the bright the other day. And our Mishnah thinking, you can't grow chickens in your shalom. We discussed the idea, remember the idea of burying people in your shalom at night? And I said it was a midnight, I thought it was a midnight from the grass, it goes back to the Gemara. You don't bury people at night in the day. You don't let the dead body stay overnight in your shalom. We'll see that in a moment. Now the Gemara is not explaining those 10 things. Because this Tanah says that your shalom wasn't split to Shvatim. So if it wasn't split to Shvatim, then there's no Kenyan. There's no rightful owner, which should, right? So the whole principle doesn't apply like a Beit Arechumah as opposed to the, the, the familial story. It's all dinim of its own. Why do you think? Again, it has to be Lerishta. When do we bring Arufa in a place where you inherited it? Yushalayim no nitcha shvatim. Yushalayim you never inherited it. What is put into shvatim? Why did Tiv Arecha? The pasuk where it says Ki Tishma beachat Arecha. When you hear one of your cities, Shemashech lotenachal Hashemet Sham Nemor about the Zavod Azara. Now Arecha again. Yushalayim no nitcha kal shvatim. It can't be your Arecha. It can't be your city. It's all of our cities. Ve'ena mitama ben negaim. Again, why can't it be negaim? Tiv Natati neget shat beveit eretz achuzatchem. It has to be Beit Eretz Achuzachem in your holding. And Yushalayim, Lord Yichal Shvatim. It can't be your holding. It's all of our holdings. Why can't you put out these beams and columns and balconies outside of your house in Yushalayim? Because you then create an oil that people walk underneath and there could be tumor there and they become Tamei. And Yushalayim, when our guys are coming to Yushalayim to go to Beit Amikdash, they have to be tired. We're going to maintain a higher level of Tahira in Yushalayim. Now Rashi points out an amazing thing over here. He says, uh, he says, and I says, not Rashi. I saw somewhere, I saw somewhere, maybe it was a Tosfot, that in other, even in other cities, you aren't allowed to do it, but in other cities, it's in public places, even in the private places. I don't see that anywhere, but maybe I'll, somebody, if you, I read it somewhere, maybe in the tough notes. Anybody can see a note in the Demina. But the Chidush is even in private places, not only in public. In other towns, even in public, you can't have these things sticking out. But in Yerushalayim, it's a, it's a bigger issue even in, in private. Okay? Another answer of the because of the Regalim should be damaged, should, shouldn't, shouldn't get damaged. If it's sticking out, this would apply probably to public places. Because then, yeah, if, they, if, if sticking out, it could knock into people. Why can't you have rubbish dumps there? Mishum Shkatsim. Rashi, Rashi says, yeah, shratzim. So, shkotzim and shotzim, right? Because again, because all these crawlies, because in, in the Rukh Rashi, darshin gadel bashba. Because these shratzim, these, these, these uh, crawlies, they, 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 their place of where they breed is in the rubbish booms, dumps. Umarim tumma lefi shemaitim sham, umetamim akotim shushlaim. And they dial around, then you go into the bin to throw something away, and you become tamay, and you become tumma in your shalim. 
Uh, he says, Because when you're planting and growing things, so there's all these bad weeds that grow with them. And you're going to chuck them out. And you're also going to get a manure them. You're going to have to put the fertilizer down. The fertilizer smells. So do all of this outside of Jerusalem, not in the city. Because they run into the, into the rubbish bins and they bring out all the shots, the shratim, etc. Now this is a beautiful one. The Gemara says, what's the reason why don't we leave a dead body overnight in Yerushalayim? Gemara. Now we've seen before Gemiri. Gemiri means halacha l'moshe misinai. Gemara means mesora. How do they translate Gemara in English? Gemara is by that. Give me English somebody there. The Oshka and the Shtans. How do they translate Gemara? Karashi says, Mesore ti biadeinu ve'en tam ledava. Right. Karashi says, Oral, there's no reason for it. Right. However, he does, the Mesore Asha sends us to a Zohar. It says, Ayein hatam bezohar naso. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I saw here in the art scroll, they quoted the Zohar. Yes. In fact, I saw, Muvashatam Mishum, Godel Kdushat Yerushalayim. That there's a higher level of Kedush in Yerushalayim. She has to pit by your tear, and therefore you'll be more particular there. Shola short by Tumah. You shouldn't allow Tumah to remain overnight. You don't keep Tumah in Yerushalayim. Right? Ubeshut Aradbaz, that Katav Shatam Kreshaloli Grom La Acherim Tumah. So if you look at it, it's got to do, it's got to do with Tumah. So we want, to get, we want to bury the Tumah as quickly as possible. Either we shouldn't leave Tumah in Yerushalayim, or we shouldn't allow a situation where people can become Tameh because there's a dead body around. Okay, that's in Yerushalayim. So the fact that we bury people, a lot of cities now in Israel bury people at night as well. And you'll hear, they always say, Minag Yerushalayim. So Minag Yerushalayim, you now know, it's from the Gomorrah, what daf? Baba Kama, pay back, public. Right, remember that. That's the Makor for it. Okay. Now we go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, So now we go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, We don't grow pigs. Remember, we still don't grow pigs. So the Mishnah says, We're going to work out a brighter over here. This is going to work in Sotu. We learned this already, right? So when the Beit Chashmonai were fighting one another, there's a Rashi over here. Which I think this is that Gemara there in Sota, but I'm not sure because there's no Makor for what is Makor for? Let's see all the way down the bottom over here. Sota, yes, yeah, Sota Memtet, at the end of Sota. She says, Two brothers were fighting on the Melucha. Sounds familiar, right? Two brothers fighting over the Melucha. Right? Hurkinus Varistublus. Says Rashi, right? They were fighting. Hurkanus was inside the old city and Aristus was outside. So Jerusalem was under siege. But nonetheless, in spite of that they were fighting, they still knew that the show has to go on. 
and you've got to bring korbanot. What's the problem? There weren't animals inside Yerushalayim. So they had to supply the animals from outside Yerushalayim. Every day they put the, the, the guys inside. So Huklus was inside. Their guys were put into, a, into, a, into a, a basket money. They put it over the wall. And the other side, the guys put the korban in. They bring it over the wall. And they check the korban. That's how they carry on. Went on. And then was fine. There was an old man there, Zakein. He knew Yevanit. Now, understood from the stories that Ashtublus, who was on the outside, was supported by the, by the, by the Greeks. Right? Amarlahim. So he says to them, so, right? So, Rashi, there's a Mishra Shasim, you see, he says, La'azlahen b'chokhmat yevanit. Rashal, Luri, Edzini, not, he didn't say to them, because that means in Hebrew, La'azlahen, meaning in laws. He didn't speak Hebrew, he spoke Greek to them, to the guys over the wall. And he said to them, As long as you guys carry on supporting these guys inside, they carry bring the bed, I make that's the korbanot. You're never going to beat them. You guys are helping them so that you can't win. Because what are you doing? You're supplying them with the korbanot. They're bringing the korbanot. They're bringing the avod. As long as they're bringing the avod, they're going to have the schutta. They're not going to lose. You want to beat them. Stop bringing korbanot. The next day they did is normal. They carried and put their money to the basket. Right? And Aristublus, right? just imagine, right? The Chashmonaim, listen to their names, right? They were called Hukunus and Aristublus. So you can see that they were already, uh, they were Hellenized. Right? The pig now, already halfway up, half the wall, stuck its, its, uh, now, animal pigs don't really have claws. So I'm not sure how this thing worked. Because pigs they haven't really got claws. They've got like flat feet. Trotters, they're called. What they're called? Trotters. Trotters. They can't really dig in. But anyhow, it doesn't matter. Right? Now, at Tsipornav into the wall. Venizdazea eret Yisrael arbama ot parasala arbama. There was an earthquake in Israel. The whole land shook. Botasha Amru. At that moment, Chachamim said... Cursed is the guy who closed pigs. This is the big problem we've got, right? Of, 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 of learning Yavanit. And Aru cursed the guy who teaches his children Yavanit. And that moment, the Gemara says over there, that moment, the Gemara Menachot, instead of the Omer, the, the, the Omer for coming from close by, Rashi <laughs> And the korban of the Shtei Alechem for Shavuot, right? Mibikat Ein Sukkar. Rashi says, Shei Makom, I'm not sure where that is. Yes, I think that's the end of our video.